This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. Hope you all are doing well, staying safe out there. Let's all join with a deep breath in and a deep breath out. One more time, straight from your belly. Breathe in, breathe out. All right, so it's a lot going on in the world right now. So, so much. Make sure you stay hydrated, stay grounded, stay centered. A lot of stuff is uh, coming up to the surface. A lot of cycles are being broken. A lot of individual processes starting or stopping or however it's unfolding for you. Sending you guys so much love on your journey. And as always, if you have any topic requests that you'd like to hear, please send those in. You can uh, find me on social media on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast and on Twitter at Agent K21 which, you know, I'm not too sure how long I'm going to keep my Twitter. I'm not sure. That might have to get scrapped. So uh, all social media might be out at, at some point. So you can always reach out via email, via text, send me a fax. I literally got a fax the other day. So, I mean, do whatever works. Um, but I, I hope that you all are doing well. There's definitely a full moon in the process right now. So emotions, energy can be at an all-time high, especially with us in uh, Mercury retrograde season and eclipse season. So if things seem a little out of your control, fret not. Just breathe it in and breathe it out. It's all good. So thank you all for being here as always. And, uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, JKV Radio Station, holding it down, bringing in the no doubt just like a girl. I'm sorry, is it called just like a girl or is it just a girl? Just a girl by no doubt. I've been corrected. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're not familiar with the sponsors, you know, I got to give it up for those who've been rocking since day one. Okay, so a shout out to all the all the sponsors out there. And um, maybe you're looking to join this team, to join this empire that I'm creating because uh, as... You may know that I do provide donation-based counseling. I also do provide dream interpretation, and this is a season where dreams can be, the veil is very thin, I'll put it that way. So you may be getting a lot of messages through your dreams, and um, if that is a service you're interested in, please send me a direct message. Please hit me up email um, and get to know a little bit more about that process. But um, I recently found that I had... uh, a lot of messages of people seeking counseling services and I was completely unaware of it so I want to thank you if you've reached out at any time for services and um, I believe I've responded to all those now but if you've reached out I want to say thank you for your patience uh, in allowing the delay please know that if you reach out and I don't respond it's not because uh, you're forgotten or that it was that it doesn't matter, that I literally didn't see it (laughs) until like earlier this week. So um, shout out to all of those people who are reaching out. And as well, if you sent in the topic request a while ago and you're like, man, when is my topic going to be covered? Are you like, have you forgotten? No, definitely not. You're never forgotten. And I just want to make sure I get all the right resources together and the right alignment for putting out messages for you guys so if you haven't heard your topic request yet uh it's not a matter of um not wanting to to uh release it it's a matter of alignment and timing and making sure I have the right resources for you guys so I just want to put that out there if you are interested in joining the empire because that's what this also leads to is that I need an assistant I need a team right because We all need each other, and there are things that no one person can do anything all on their own. So we are here to be a collaborative force, and if you are interested in collaborating or being a feature, you can always uh, 
hit me up for that as well. And um, if you're interested in joining the empire that I'm building, which is going to transform health and wellness as we know it to a more holistic, inclusive environment for all. And so um, if that's something you feel that you want to give back to, then it doesn't have to be specifically health and wellness. It can be whatever your services, however you want to give back to the people, uh, by all means, reach out. Let's collaborate. And perhaps that's not the route you would like to take, but you still want to give back. Um, donations are always appreciated. And if that's not a route for you as well, just listening, you know, is amazing. You doing the work, that's how this all works, is we heal ourselves and we heal the world by healing ourselves. So you being here is more than enough. And um, if you want to give back by sharing these messages, feel free to share them with whomever. Feel free to join the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube page. I thank you in advance for doing that. And if you want to leave a review, reviews help grow this empire and this this brand. So by all means, any way that you want to give back and even just your time and energy just listening to this is always appreciated. So those are available resources uh, if you're not aware, but those are avenues that you can travel down. <laughs> So definitely appreciate you guys. And there's so much going on in the world right now. So please be safe. Please um, stay connected to the source. Stay connected to yourself and to your loved ones. Because it's a lot happening right now. And um, on yesterday, there were rallies all over the country in America. There were rallies all over the country. Because right now, in current world events, we are dealing with women's rights issues and attempts to strip women's rights even more. Um, and so if you haven't heard the previous episode, I've did a previous episode titled The Divine Feminine. And this is part two that we will be venturing into on this topic. But if you haven't heard part one yet, I would encourage you to pause this, stop here and go back and check out The Divine Feminine part one and also The Divine Masculine, which I did a while back. And those will both be in the description if you want to take a look at that. But there's so much going on right now in our country. And um, we need all. And it's, it's everything is connected. So even if it's not happening in your country or your state, it's all connected. Because we are interconnected in this global world. So bringing up awareness is key. And finding solutions and finding ways to promote that wellness and that healing that this earth desperately needs. So I want to continue to talk about the divine feminine energy that has been so suppressed for so long. And I have a few things I have written down here so that I can make sure I recall them. Um, oh, yes. So if you're also someone who wants to learn um, music, maybe that's a calling that you feel you haven't really had the right resources for. I do provide an unconventional approach to learning how to play an instrument, learning production, and learning songwriting. So you can reach out for that as well. Um, but there is a lot going on right now. And before we can move forward, we must take a look back to see how did we get here and how can we make sure we continue to strive forward how can we learn from our past how can we learn from our mistakes how can we make sure to correct and course correct our timelines and so um I also did an episode on timelines since I just said that there's an episode on timelines and how to jump timelines if you want to check that out by all means go for it but as a collective as a society there has been a suppression of the divine feminine energy now Remember that we all carry divine masculine and divine feminine energy. And truly, we are divine beings. So therefore, we cannot be separated. We cannot be separate from our, ourself. And when we try to separate ourselves from ourselves, that's where we can get lost. That's where we can get confused. That's where we can become sick. And we're connecting back to our source, connecting back to our true selves. Because we've been all programmed and conditioned to disconnect to go along with 
the falsity of this world's agenda to go along with the separate separation and fear-based program to keep us under sub- subconscious control. But we're opting out of that. Those of us who choose to, we're opting out of that. And so we have to honor the divine feminine within each and every one of us. And so I want to really talk about um, what it presents like if you were born in a male body or what it may present like if you're born in a female body. And so before we can move forward, let's take a look at how did we get here? How did we get here? So as a history, women have been seen as property, seen as currency, and seen as objectification, as an object. What that does, what that teaches people to feel about themselves, you have to realize everything is a continual time. So everything that's happened and that's currently happening and that will happen all exists all at once. It's the universal principle of oneness. And I did an episode on oneness. You can check that out. That's from like the first season. You can check that out as well. And um, as a history, women have been, feminine energy has been so suppressed and so marginalized and so feared and yet attempted to be controlled. Because all of the things happening right now of fighting for women's rights, women's reproductive rights, would not be happening. And so I want to touch on what I feel is actually happening. I was able to collaborate with a starseed, fellow starseed, and um, discuss what's really happening. So if you're not familiar with starseeds, I did an episode on that as well that you can check out. I did a whole bunch of episodes on starseeds and different universal star seeds out there so you can definitely check out the star seed playlist i'll probably include that actually in the bio here um well but yeah so <laughs> um trying to write these down so i make sure i add them to the bio yeah okay and so uh i was able to talk to star seed and talk to the galactic forces the federation to find out what's really happening right now because the fact of the matter is the fact of the matter is that there is a war on on the female energy there's always been there's always been and you can hear more about that in the previous episodes but I'll get to that in a second I want to stay focused here I'm getting ahead of myself (laughs) so in our history, in our collective human history, people who have been born female have been subjugated to being under the control of their families, under the control of societal pressure, under the control of the standards of beauty, under the control of um, not being valued if you don't have a husband or children, under the control of you are um, no longer valued and replaceable if you are too old, you know, and that's for a lot of people, but specifically for those identifying women that have to deal with that. And so, um, for centuries, women have been used to gain leverage or allegiance to other countries where women were basically sold into marriages as a treaty, as a way, as, as property, you know, as a bribe. Women have been held back from education, from voting, from all of these things that we learn in history, right? Where in religious groups, women were not even allowed to interpret sacred texts for themselves. They had to be interpreted for them, you know, um, And so you have all of these things that have happened that cause a rift, that cause naturally anger and resentment and rage to be under that kind of suppression. Um, And so we're programmed to be taught to, you know, find, find, to, to basically just sit pretty, be modest, you know, and be pure 
women are shamed for their sexuality. They're shamed for having too much sex. They're shamed for not having enough sex. It's just our whole society and culture has really um, polarizing messages when it regards to sexuality. And women are often the blame for their sexuality. You know, that's why most women are people in general, but specifically women who have been assaulted are terrified to to express that because a they may not be believed second they'll probably be blamed for it and that causes such a devastation to be already traumatized and being a victim and then be blamed on top of it so for example you know a woman goes to school it starts out young a woman goes to school a young girl goes to school and she's already shamed for her sexuality where they say you have you're 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 doing the fingertip test you can't wear that outfit here at school because that's going to distract. That's going to cost too much. So instead of teaching people how to how to um, not be distracted or to really focus on where, where the issue is coming from, it's almost easier to say, well, if you just don't wear that or, you know, if you just don't do that. So women have to carry that blame, carry that stigma that they're doing too much or not doing enough and so that history is continued in our DNA it's continued in our trauma now we're all programmed a certain way regardless of our gender we're all programmed to view to view the masculine and feminine in a certain way so most people grow up already with set programs in place and unfortunately, this, this paradigm, this dynamic works by keeping people in cycles of people encouraging each other to stay stuck, to stay in these loops. So you have these people, and I spoke on this really in the law of hypnotic rhythm. So that's another good one to check out. And um, you have these people that keep these things and these sanctions in place. So how did we get here? How did we get here? Well, it started and it continued. And until we are aware and jump out of the cycle, we continue to replicate it, whether consciously or subconsciously. So I, I briefly mentioned this in the previous episode where I spoke about the symbol of the yin-yang, which is a circle with two halves in it, both representing light and dark aspects, but within each contains the other. Now, most people have been conditioned to keep these trauma bonds experience, keep these uh, karmic relationships experiences continued and operate out of this false sense of uh, finding your other half. What that really is, is a projection. What that really is, is you see that one spark of light in the darkness and that's what you're attracted to because that's what you see in yourself. But there's a rejection for the other part, the shadow work, right? And this is a great time to do a lot of diving into some shadow work right now during eclipse season specifically. But what happens is, as a human culture and collective, we've been conditioned to operate in this way through media, through movies, through music, through art, through literature. We've been conditioned this way. And the majority of people go along with it because we're social creatures so we need each other so peer pressure if you don't conform the threat of being isolated from belonging is there so a lot of times people may reject themselves in order to get the belonging to feel safe so these type of things continue to happen so collectively as a human species you have to realize that there's more to us than that meets the eye we are not just physical humans there's a spiritual place that exists constantly I travel there often <laughs> and you can see it when you start to um, elevate your perspective to see things from the 5d and remain in that 5d atmosphere you'll see how the spirit realm is always always adjacent to the physical realm that's happening right now so right now there's a polarity we live in duality and most people are not um walking this planet as a whole being they are fragmented and so what happens as a society we've gotten this way because most parents 
most children are raised by a single are in a single family unit a single family unit is naturally going to have um, lack naturally going to have uh, trauma that exists that a two-person family home doesn't have now when I say this regardless of if you have both your biological parents there regardless if you have two guardians raising you it doesn't matter how many people are there if they are only fragments um and so it, it truly does take a village however that village must contain people who are whole within themselves so what happens is most parents are in trauma bonds most relationships most couples if they are unaware they're in a trauma bond if they're not even familiar with that they replicate this cycle and that that keeps the entire world vibrationally in a standstill but anyway these people who are not conscious who are not aware um will potentially unintentionally replicate this cycle so what happens is you have one person who is seeking their other half and one half plus one half only equals one meaning if your parents were in a trauma bond or in a karmic or whatever else you want to call it and they were seeking something outside of themselves you ended up with one parent because they brought their half and the other person brought their half and all you got was one out of one half plus one half equals one and so then they teach their children these same principles. Oh, find your other half. So for example, um, you may have a man who is taught, you don't have to cook and clean. Your wife is going to do that for you. So he goes around never seeking that, never finding that. And instead... Instead opts for finding his other half to do that for him so he never becomes whole within himself and continues to find that to exist with outside of himself same similarly a young girl could be taught don't work don't go to school just have a kid raise the family and your, your, your dude will take care of you <laughs> And so she never learns how to be empowered. She never learns independence. She never learns financial obligation or responsibility because she's dependent on someone else to do that. So then you have these codependent narcissistic relationships that continue throughout history. And people will promote that and say that that's the way of life. But we're moving into a space where people are becoming whole within themselves before venturing into a family unit before doing any of that and so right now the current events where women's rights women's reproductive rights are at a threat it's again an attempt for the darkness to stay in control because we're moving out of the era of darkness into the era of light so this is an attempt to keep people in trauma bonds to keep people in karmic relationships to keep people having kids at 16 are, you know, and no shame if you had a teen pregnancy. That's not what this is about. This is saying that this is a way and another attempt to control uh, keeping everyone at a lower vibration. So if people are trying to get whole and heal and actually raise their family right, then wait, we got to find another way to control this. Let's take away women's reproductive rights so that... um, you know, even if they're not ready to be a parent, they have no choice, which is completely wrong. And as I said before, and I'll say it again, woe unto thee who tried to take away anyone's free will. That is a debt that is, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and so I was talking with one of my starseed, my fellow starseed, and was able to have a council with the Galactic Federation. <laughs> and realize what is really going on what is really going on like why is this happening right now why is all this happening right now and my fellow starseeds said it is an attempt to 
create an army. And when this person spoke this, I felt it immediately. This is not about women having to fight for what is their own right. This is about an attempt to say we need more people to prepare for a potential army, to prepare for a potential war, because we're in a spiritual one, and people are trying to get things in place, potentially, for if it manifests in the physical. But the thing is, we've been underestimated. Our power resides in our choices. Our power resides in our healing. Our power resides within us because we are divine. So we must be very mindful of what we choose to entertain, what words we speak, how we approach things. So make sure during this time we give into love and not fear. Because it's all propaganda. It's all for a whole agenda, a whole other thing that's happening. Because the reality is, if... If men were the ones who gave birth, we wouldn't be having a conversation about abortion. We wouldn't be having a conversation about reproductive rights because so much money is put into Viagra. So much money is put into porn industry. And the reality is if how many men can walk away from their own child? I'll just let you think about that. If someone ends up in a single parent, it's often the mother who has to carry the burden. And I'm not saying children are a burden in itself, but if you're not ready for one and you feel forced to have one, guess who gets stuck with that child? Often it's the mother. Now, of course, there's always exceptions to the rule. So shout out to the, the men who have stepped up to be fathers and stepfathers, etc. But the point of the matter is it's more common for a man to walk away from a child than for a woman. Think about if every time a man had intercourse, a child was produced. Come on. Come on. Like, come on. (laughs) So my point is that this has to start from within. So men have to heal their divine feminine as well to realize that this is not just, you can't be selfish in this. Right? This is not just a woman's issue. And the way this becomes rectified is by having all people come together. You know, that's the only way things work. That's why, in my opinion, the LGBT community went so far and had their rights revolutionized because it wasn't just one particular. It wasn't just those minority groups. It wasn't just those genders. No, it was everyone who wanted to love who they wanted to love, white, black, whatever. So that made everyone say, hold up, you're, you're trespassing on my rights now. Well, I need everyone to get it, that if you trespass on one person's rights, you're doing it to everyone. So those who feel that they're not affected, that's the illusion of separation, is that you are still affected. Now, I can't force anyone to care, but it's better that you do. <laughs> and so when most people have been parented by one individual because they're seeking something outside of themselves it creates individuals who continue that pattern because that's what's been modeled to them so what are some of the programs when you think of your life what are some of the programs you've experienced what are some of the conditionings you've experienced specifically towards feminine energy so for example most of us are taught or were born into a society that already has things prefaced for us. So for example, before you even get to choose, you if you're born a girl, you automatically like pink. You're automatically gonna be placed in pink. You're gonna be, you know, have you know flowers or whatever typical children have. And if you're born a male, if you're born a, a little boy, you're automatically going to like blue. You have no choice over the matter. We don't care. This is your color. You're going to like blue. You're going to be taught that, you know, it's good to be a player. It's good to gain money. All you need to focus on is power, money, and women. That's success. So what are some of the messages that you guys were taught? Really think about that. Really think about that. And so 
women have been programmed to be modest, to sit pretty, to aspire to being beautiful or the world standard of beauty, you know. And then men are programmed, and this, of course, is just a generalization, but some men are programmed that expressing vulnerability is weak. Men don't cry. Where the men are taught boys will be boys. So we just allow them to do whatever and then excuse it by boys will be boys. They're taught to minimize women. They're taught to disrespect women, especially if they witnessed that growing up and if they listen to that during their music, right? And I'm really grateful for the conscious rappers out there, conscious hip-hop artists out there. You know, Kendrick Lamar just dropped an album. And if you haven't checked that out, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, To really focus on some of these, excuse me, these core wounds, these issues that we all experience. And it's very deep, you know. It's very deep when things are seen as normal, when they're so not... Right, but what is normal anyway? You can check out the episode I did called The New Normal. And we are the standard. So we we depict what is gonna be normal. So when men are taught and are programmed a certain way, such as ways that the divine feminine can become wounded feminine, is hearing things like, you know, boys don't cry, don't be a sissy, all that kind of stuff and then when you the only way you can insult someone is by degrading someone else it sends a message to both individuals so what I mean as an example is if you're trying to insult a boy a man you're trying to insult him and you say you throw like a girl you might have insulted him but you've also insulted the girl standing next to him right so now you're making her feel Oh, so I should feel less than. I should feel that there's something wrong with the way I throw. I should feel whatever the message is. And at the same time, that male should feel that, yes, you're now demasculated. You're now stripped of your power. You're now um, seen as other. You know, and whatever other messages you personally receive when you hear that. So having to realize what are some of the messages we're taught media and uh, school and conditioning teach us how we should socialize and how we should behave and how we should be. What is acceptable for boys? What is acceptable for girls? You know, boys, you can't wear nail polish. You, you know, I remember like getting boys getting their ears pierced was like a huge, like big thing, you know? So it's like, we're kind of making strides, but I mean, we are making strides, but there's a push and pull right now because again, there is a wounded energy that wants to stay in control because of the fear of the light illuminating the shadows, right? But that's kind of what's happening right now. And so then, you know, women are shown, I was, all right, I'm getting my rant now. I'm getting my rant for a second. I was thinking about, I saw uh, an ad for Wheel of Fortune, right? I saw an ad for freaking Wheel of Fortune and basically you're taught what what roles are acceptable for women if you are a woman you can be the sidekick you can be the glamorous model who you know doesn't really do a lot just stand there and look cute or if you're the man you get to be the uh, host right and you get to be surrounded by the beautiful woman And those are some of the subliminal messages that we're taught about what uh, feminine energy is and how to embrace it with ourselves. And then I started thinking about, you ever like, we're so, we're so subconscious to it, right? We're so unconscious that we do this. But if you ever see like an insect or a pet, you know, you're, you're walking, you're walking in nature, you're walking in nature, right? And a couple passes and they have a dog and you go oh what's his name not even knowing if that's a male dog or a female dog or you see you know something and the first thing you call it is oh what's he doing or whatever right it's so subliminal right it's so subliminal 
that when we speak, even myself, to reprogram it, I'll say, instead of saying, you know, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I guess that's a good one. I didn't think of that one. <laughs> I just thought of it just now. But usually it's male pronouns first and then female pronouns. And so, but that's a good one, actually. But um, yeah, and then the other thing I thought of is like, just we're so sub subliminally subconsciously always calling like you say you know what are you guys up to even if you're talking to a group of women it's like what like so there are all these really subconscious subliminal programming that we've received throughout our experiences you know through media um most of us grow up watching you know maybe certain films that depict fairy tales and romance and the ways that it conditions women to behave and the ways it conditions men to behave is very interesting and depending on if you were even had access to those kind of things um and there was something else I was just thinking of uh I guess I should have went with that one first but you see these things on a very subconscious level that um that are happening and until we become aware and really observe what's happening we won't really recognize it and so I was recently kind of just having this really nostalgic vibe right and I just watched some older movies and one of the movies I watched was called um perhaps you've seen it it's called Basic Instinct now in this movie Basic Instinct very toxic traumatizing messages okay like I don't even really want to recommend anyone watch it it needs to just be like now nah, if anything needs to be canceled is some of these movies that we used to watch but uh <laughs> so this movie what I saw because I'm always saying things subliminally and what I saw was just like I'll, I'll explain it like this this is mainly for anyone really who who resonates with it but the message has been really um delivered to the masculine to those who were born male there's this message of how do you treat women right and so i'm going to touch on the wounded feminine and men in a second but this song came to mind and you probably may know it uh and i'm just gonna kind of say a line from it but if you know it then kudos to you but um think about how were you taught to treat females if you were born biological male or identifying male how were you taught to view females you know so um I'll touch on this now because it kind of ties into it but the wounded feminine in men can show up in several different ways and these are just a few examples I'm sure there's more so I encourage you to think of it how it shows up for you yourself regardless of your gender um but when you have a a man who has a wounded feminine energy he may struggle to take women as a part of himself now what that means is it's easy to disrespect, to disregard, and to be abusive to women. And I mean any woman. That could be your mother, that could be your co-worker, that could be your friend, that could be whomever, your lover, okay? That could be whomever. And when we reject a part of ourselves, we reject it in other people as well. And so I'm watching this movie, Basic Instinct, back on track, watching this movie, Basic Instinct, And there's such toxic, 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 toxic messages in this movie. Um, And one one of the scenes, I I don't even really want to talk about the scene. So it's pretty, it's pretty traumatizing. It's pretty um, disrespectful and just the only way you can really be okay with hurting others is by hurting yourself and knowing that you're doing that. So there's a song and this is one way that I feel some people are programmed to how to view the feminine how to view women in general and this line in this song says something to this effect it says 
If her daddy is rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy is poor, just do what you feel. So, if her daddy is rich, take her out for a meal. So, if someone has value, if someone is beautiful, if someone is powerful, if someone is wealthy or abundant in whatever way you think that means, treat them kindly, take them out. But if they're someone who's poor, there's someone who's not as attractive, or there's someone who is cannot give you think anything back, you can just treat them however. And there's a scene in the movie where we see this guy who's been with this woman for a while. But according to American standards, she would probably be considered the, the practice girl, the less attractive girl. And the way he treats her is highly abusive. But the woman who might be a killer, right, and who's more beautiful and more seductress, he treats her, he wants to, like, make love to her. He's, like, really just all about her and doesn't realize that he's deteriorating. That's, that's really taking away from him. And um, these messages program us to how to treat people. How do you treat a woman that is, quote-unquote, overweight? How do you treat a woman that is older, you know? And these messages continue to get perpetuated by people being okay with it so a wounded feminine man probably has a wounded mother wound as well and you can definitely check out other episodes about that um so some ways that may some examples of what may happen if you were born male or an identifying male who has a wounded feminine energy You do not take any woman as a part of yourself. That means being okay with being abusive, emotionally, neglecting, withdrawing, um, physically abusive, psychologically abusive, spiritually abusive, sexually abusive, all in one. All of those things. Um, Disrespectful to women may engage in cowardly energy may lie, steal, or cheat, blames others, has a good guy complex, which can actually turn into entitlement, resentfulness, or vindictiveness, and I'll touch on that in a second, may feel more important when seeing women fight, may encourage women to fight, especially over them, especially over themselves, especially in that ego-based program. These type of men abuse their power. They don't recognize the power dynamic that exists. They seek to control out of fear. They can be manipulative, passive. They may wait for others to make the first move. They are threatened by um, feeling replaced. They're threatened by feeling dominated. They They may make plans and never follow through. They lack action and initiation. And they're more reactive versus proactive. Those are some ways that wounded feminine energy may exist in the male dynamic. Um, And, you know, I talked about it in the first part. So if you're, you're wondering, like, why are we talking about how it shows up in the male dynamic? It's because it's equally important. And so... I want to touch on some of these aspects. When you have a wounded, a man who has a wounded feminine energy, he will be insecure. He will operate out of his insecurity and may go to extremities of being overly masculine, which turns into toxic masculinity, and at the same time may revert to diminishing the female and then the feminine energy and does a lot of projection and um, blames others you know so these type of masculines are really not not uh, anyone who's not whole within themselves has a potential to be an unsafe source for us now all of us are growing and learning so no one will ever arrive to this 
pentacle of healing. So that's not what I'm saying. Like we all are going to hurt each other and we all are going to fail each other in some way, shape or form. But when we're not aware that we have these wounded parts of ourselves, it can uh, manifest in different ways. And so um, I mentioned the good guy complex because these wounded female, female, this wounded feminine energy in men, everything that is a trauma also has a virtue to it. So our trauma can be our greatest strength and our greatest weakness, or our greatest challenge, I should say. And learning how to accept and embrace and balance those things is what makes us whole and what makes us powerful and what helps us embrace our divinity. It's not neglecting it. It's not rejecting it. It's not being ashamed of it. It's saying, how can I use this to work for my best benefit? Um, and so knowing our struggles and embracing them, knowing our shortcomings and embracing them. So those who may have a wounded feminine energy may think that they are actually the good guy. And they very well may be because they are able to be attuned to women's issues and have a level of attunement and understanding. But it can also become toxic where they may feel where they haven't held space for their wounds. They may feel that they must chase, they must pressure, they must bulldoze, they must do whatever else to try to prove themselves or to gain worth and value. So, um... Some people operating with the good guy complex may become entitled. They may feel like, you know, I'll give an example. This is the guy who's been pushed into the friend zone with this girl that he really likes. And he's like, well, I've been there for her while she's cried over a failed relationship. I've been there for her when her dog passed. I've been there for her through all of her drama. Like, she's going to choose me in the end because I've been her best friend and I've done X, Y, and Z. And... Underneath that, there's the agenda to kind of sleep with her, right? There's the agenda to be with her. I'm not saying everyone. This is just, hey, I'm just speaking it as I feel it right now. And so when she doesn't reciprocate those feelings, it can trigger entitlement. It can trigger an entitlement of, but wait, I've been here. I put in all this effort. I put in all this work. I've been here. I've listened to you. I let you sob on my shoulder and you're not going to give up the goods. Wait, what? (laughs) There's this entitlement that can happen when there's the good guy complex. And because, like I said, the, the wounded feminine energy helps them tap into maybe their intuition or their emotional intelligence. But if they're not, um, aware, it can turn into other stuff. So if that entitlement trauma gets triggered next thing you know this good guy may now feel resentful he may now feel like you know calling women the b-word and just like I hate all of you and etc etc and then taking it a step further can be really vindictive and this is where you have people who just do outlandish things and cause a lot of harm such as you know school shootings and all those kind of things that can happen because they felt rejected and instead of holding space for their rejection and and actually processing wait did I make assumptions in this was I trying to control like not doing any of that just going into the mindset of I deserve this because x y and z can be a very dangerous place to be in um this can also present as an abuse of power so a wounded feminine man may not recognize that you're still a woman. I, I remember I used to have this happen with a lot of gay friends, gay male friends. They see themselves or may see themselves as being more feminine, especially if they feel uh, that they represent that energy more so. They may not even realize that they're still in a male body and there's still certain cultural conditionings and limitations that operate with that. So they might treat a woman just as if, you know, they have no problem slapping a woman and thinking there's nothing wrong with this because whatever. So it can be very disrespectful, can be very controlling, all of those things. And my camera just cut off. So that means 
I've been talking for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I will get ready to go ahead and wrap this episode up. But, uh, there is a way to heal this, and it's called self reflection. It's called releasing resistance. It's called embracing ourselves and integrating our wounds to become whole. You know, to realize that no one belongs to you. People may belong with us, but never to us. They belong to the creator and they belong to themselves. So they're independent to make their own choices. They're independent to do whatever they need to do. They're independent to live their lives. And all of this fear of being replaced, all of this fear of losing control, you know, because for so long, women, again, were property. They were seen as um, a treaty. They were seen as valuable because they couldn't make decisions without a male present. And now there's that fear of what happens if women can make their own choices? What ha- where does that leave the man? It leaves the man to sit there and face his own shadow. That's what it leaves. So let us illuminate these paths and these neural pathways that we've created. Let us be aware of how we play a role in all of this. Let us be aware of how we continue the cycle and let us be brave enough to break those cycles. So I'm sending you all so much love and so much peace. And before I go, I want to give you guys a little bit of hope because things are changing. Things are becoming more inclusive and we have new media that's showing up such as beautiful TV shows like Steven Universe, such as The Man Who Fell From the Sky, which I'm definitely going to be checking out on Amazon Prime. No plug. I didn't even mean to say that. Get out of my head, whoever owns Amazon. Get out of my head. And, and then we also have, you know, it starts with childhood. So I'm more thinking of the cartoons and the images we're seeing through our adolescence. So movies like Shrek that promote opting out of the way a fairy tale is supposed to go and getting into your heart space. Movies like Frozen that show you, no, baby, don't jump into a trauma bond. <laughs> you know, we have all of these beautiful things that are encouraging that feminine energy. So may you encourage and embrace your divinity and know that all is well and all is as it should be. Let us continue to move forward in love and trust and beauty transparency and authenticity. So be well and stay safe until next time. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. (laughs) You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a good thing. It can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. 